Welcome to Ren's stream of consciousness or something. It's me Ren. Today's show we are going back to the beginning and doing the OG segment of Who is in my DMs? It's going to be a wild ride on this bumpy car. That's right we are riding with Park Guy, and we are going to cover one of the most interesting conversations I've gotten. A naughty scenario for a naughty old man. So sit back. Relax. Bring the napkins and keep an eye out for trouble. Because we are going in to see who's there. Right. Now. Hey guys, what up? So we're here with another episode. Today we're going back to the original segment of who is in my DMs. And uh, we are going to finish off the saga of Car Guy. I believe he's finally realized that there are greener and nicer pastures than me. Though one could also say cleaner and smoother pavement with him, right? So where we left off, if I remember correctly, was me asking him questions about the logistics of often jerking it in the car. Uh, during daylight, if his photos were any evidence, his responses though, pretty much as you would think, uh, and TLDR for those who don't want to suffer through the first episode. No, no shame there. I wouldn't recommend it. Car Guy is a older man who drives around a city where I live, jerking it, driving it, and texting it all at once. And he decided that I was a worthy person for his texting time. Uh, he doesn't want to do it at home for reasons he won't admit. And he doesn't want to do it in the shower because the shower is awkward and he gets wobbly legs and as we know the car is way better suited for that because you only have to drive and that's not as awkward and there's so much more space and I definitely don't can't tell you that his car is smaller than a shower. As for the logistics, which is where we left off last time, he does not have any stains on the ceiling of his car apparently because he's an old guy and he doesn't explode like the newer generation, which I'm not quite sure it would be totally accurate to say there's no stains, but uh, he seems pretty confident about that fact. Apparently his steering wheel doesn't get slippery or sticky or otherwise dick infested. Uh, because he uses napkins all the time. Well, yet again, don't know the logistics of that. I would hate to get a black light anywhere near his steering wheel or his phone, seeing as he text drives and jerks it. But, uh, apparently he's not limited to soloing in the car. Oh no. So, I also asked him if he was afraid of big cars, uh, because whenever I'm doing something weird in a car, not his type of weird, but like eating an ice cream cone, because I feel like I eat those wrong. I don't know why it's so weird thing. Anyways, so anytime I'm doing something in the car and a large car pulls up beside me, like a truck or a bus or something, they can just look straight into your car, like all of it. Like, hey, what about tall cars? Do those weird you out? And he says no. He, uh, he, he just puts it up or he get, gets a paper towel, you know, responsibly. And he says, oh, but the women can watch. I like that. I get good results. I come harder when watch. Uh, good results is a phrase I'm not completely okay with. Then he, he rephrases this by going, but I, of course, if I see kids, I put it up. He's like, uh, but, but guys, I also put it up whenever there's guys around. I don't like jerking off in front of guys. Fair. You do you, man. But then, this is where, this is where we get a little bit interesting. He says, I've had multiple women, uh, help me out. For example, they catch me and want to touch, suck, or sit on it. Hmm don't know about that. He's like, granted, it's only been five women, but 
so exciting. So I was like, uh, were these just random people? He's like, yes, all were ladies who just walked past the car and caught me. Two ladies were driving, saw me, and wanted dick. Now let's break this sentence down. Not to say he's lying or anything, but he does say all were ladies who walked past my car and caught me. Then he says two of them were driving. So, then he says I've had sex dozens of times with women in the car. Hmm. Now, it's well documented I'm not the total best at math, but something about this a little bit sketchy. So the conversation there goes to like, I feel, he, he says, I have a feeling you don't like me, to which I said, no, that's not completely accurate. Like, I'm being fairly entertained and I'm already just writing the sketch in my head at this point. And he, he says, but I get the ew dirty old man vibe and not the good dirty old man vibe that I've gotten from and capitalized upon from lots of 20 something year old girls. Hmm, capitalized, eh? That's an interesting, interesting thing. And then he said that the way I talk, which is, I dodge all the questions that he asks that I don't exactly want to answer. He says it's exhausting at times. But I like it's coming from one oh so young and who is very attractive and deviant. Hmm, with a banging body. Okay, thank you, I guess. Um... Then he said, I like rough sex. At this point, I pretty much figured he's still actively doing his thing, you know, texting, driving, and jerking, because you can ask anyone that receives any type of sexual, like, interest from men. We can always tell when they are actively got dick in hand every single time. This has that kind of vibe from it. And he goes, had a girl tell me she felt like she was an accident, but in a good way. And of course, he said the word accident. His current name's Car Guy. So I was like, oh, a good, a good car accident, hey? And he said, there's no such thing as a good car accident. Duh. And yet again, I can tell we are currently, he's currently doing the old three-hander here. But it's like you were in a love accident. He said, and this is from FetLife, where I have pictures of some bruises I had after play. And he said, like a normal girl would call the cops after the beating your ass got before those pics. A freaky person loves it and asks for more, then posts pics of her ass up on FetLife. So guys can admire and jerk off. Interesting take on why I posted pictures. Interesting. He says, and then these guys dream about being with a badass bitch like you and then he just went are you blushing no no i was not this was at this moment in time i'm laying in bed just kind of slowly typing stuff out going oh man he's going mildly mildly sexual with this stuff surprising right he's like uh they were so your bruises were smoking hot but so is having sex with a 25 year old with a daddy complex in front of a crowd. She made me come three times an hour and I'm an old guy. That doesn't happen as much as when I was 25. Cool story, bro. I'm glad I know that. And he goes, I've never done impact play. I'm like, oh, that's, that's cool. I mean, it takes a, takes a special kind of knowledge and everything. And he goes, I know how to pull my punches. What? And I'm like, wait, 
you you don't know how to do impact play, but you you're talking about punches. And he goes, yeah, I've bloodied some some noses, busted a lip or two, black eyes, but it's what she wanted. Hmm. Wait a second. So you were just telling me how you've never done impact play with a girl, but now you're telling me that you've given one black eyes and a bloody nose. One of these things is not like the other. And he goes, I won't lie, I'm turned on, jerking off in the car. Do you have kick? I could show you my cock and how hard I am, that's all. Maybe jerk off for you. I'd love to show you, not your thing, I get it. To which I replied, no, it's not really my thing. I don't, I'm all for getting a good story here, but I don't really want to subject myself to watching or interacting with that. So which he went okie dokie and left to go take a drive, I guess. So that is the end of Car Guy. An interesting encounter. So he did bring up a point here, and someone else has as well, that that I was giving off that he was giving me the creepy old pervy man vibes. Which isn't necessarily wrong, but it's not necessarily right either. Because there's there's some pervy old men that I'm just like, hey, solid bro, you do you. Because they do it honorably. And I'll show you one of those in just a second. But the way car guy and other of these guys do it, it's so... It's so, like, abrasive how they do their pervy things. They don't just say, hey, hi, I'm horny, you want to talk. Instead they go, you like, dad bods and big dicks. You know, that's, that's crass. And I'm not a fan of it. I mean, some people are. And in some situations I am too. But not from, not some, from someone I've never even heard of before. That's just a little weird to me. But yet again, everything is subjective. But speaking on the right way to be a pervy old man, I do have the perfect example of how to do it. And guys, take notes on how to be pervy when you're older, because this will do it. So, this is back in the beginning of my fit life, so I was very new to it. And one of the first messages I got was titled, A Naughty Scenario from a Naughty Old Guy. And how could I not click on that? I gotta know. So he goes, Anonymous Encounter. He he writes this out like it's the beginning of a book. And I'll paraphrase some of it, and I'll skip over others. That way I'm not making y'all listen to old man smutty writing. But uh, I'll give you the gist of it. He goes, you will meet me at a designated hotel room. You will enter and put on the blindfold. I will enter and secure the blindfold. We will talk for a minute, do a few shots, just to cut the tension. Then I'll grab your hand and lead you to the center of the room. I'll ask you if you are ready. And if you say yes, I'll slowly start to remove your clothes. And he goes on from this point talking about how he'd do certain things and everything. And what I would hear, what, what I would feel, stuff like that. Then he goes, I will loop up a dildo. And you're like, a, a dildo? Like, which kind? Don't worry, he tells us. <laughs> I made this toy. It's 11 inches by 3 inches wide. <laughs> it slides over my cock and remains on in place by suction. This guy makes toys and he made this monster of a thing. And he's sending it to hot people. He's sending them this smutty fan fiction. And so he goes on, and the entire time he's- and then, when we're finished, I'll take off the blindfold, clean you up, and we'll sit down in bed and watch some TV. Like, oh, that's- see, look at that. He concluded everything. So this- this guy, super pervy, super up in your face. He sent, straight up sent you, like, dirty fan fiction about you and him. But what he includes in it 
is consent. He includes coming to a different place. He includes aftercare. He includes the dimensions of everything, as well as like the smells and textures. Like this guy, he does it respectfully. Creepily. Naughty, yes. But also, respectfully. So, I sent back like, hey, I just saw this, but uh, it's interesting stuff. And he's like, I'm glad you found it interesting, young sexy lady. Too bad I'm not a younger man, or I might try to talk you into experimenting. And he sent an emoji saying that he was joking about that. And he goes, so how are you faring during this lockdown? Still going to work? This stuff is crazy. See, yet again, respectful. Pervy, yes. Respectful, yes. And he goes, well, I hope you're staying busy. Have you gotten cabin fever yet? So I have, I have Hulu and Netflix, so I'm staying sane. So I'm like, no, no cabin fever yet. He's like, oh, that's good. And he's like, are you going to school or working or stuff like that? He goes from that to go, oh, so is my scenario something that make you temporarily raise your age restrictions? Or is this something you find appealing? And so at this time, I did have an age restriction on my fit life. And I'm like, no. So I didn't want to answer that because I wanted him to keep talking. So I dodged it. And I answered his questions about if I was going to school or working and everything. He's like, just curious. I realized that scenario would require some trust in the person. Like I always say, women can be crazy too. Good to have people around. What do you think of this game I made up? I go to the grocery store, pick out several items. What is he fucking me with now? Of course, we meet up. You undress. Put on a blindfold. Then you get on your hands and knees, and I start inserting different items inside you, and you have to guess what it is. <laughs> if you miss, you get three slaps. Uh, not gonna no, lie, I'm interested. Like, not with him, uh, but <laughs> I'm, I, I wish, I wish I had asked, like a, like an example list of items, just because he said several. <laughs> So, no way they're all fruits and vegetables, right? No way it's like carrot, cucumber, and like stuff like that. No, no, no. This guy is talking about a homemade toy that's 11 by 3. This guy has options. He has ideas. I am curious about what he, which I'm guessing at the point, but what he would pick. It haunts me. Not gonna lie. I wanted to know. So, I dodged that question yet again. And we talked about my work and everything. And he says, you probably enjoy someone telling you what to do. Most subs are pleasers and want to do a good job when told a task to accomplish. Then he finishes it off by just saying, so if you're ever in the area and you want to try out one of my scenarios or anything, here's a link to my kick. Here is a email to contact me. And here is a video of something that I would like to do. And then he goes away all respectfully. So the the moral of the story, guys, is that if you are respectful and nice and in some ways courteous, you will be not as creepy as others. Now, some will still find nice uh, the naughty old guy here fairly creepy, and you, you might be right. But to my eyes and to my, my personal perspective, totally acceptable. This is fine. This is normal. Well, not normal, but y'all know. Normal is not a word that applies in a normal sentence here, right? And so, to contrast that with other ways of messaging someone, say if this same exact scenario happens, someone sending you a kind of fanfic kind of thing, if you had left out some of the important bits, like 
asking if it was okay on location, if he had left out the specifics of the scene, or if he had left out the whole idea of aftercare, you wouldn't know that he had those principles, that he had those ideas, that he could have just been some rando who likes dirty things and decided to go on that life. No, instead he was able to establish himself as knowledgeable in some way. And that's how you should do it. If your first message does nothing except for going, I dumb, I horny, you hot, then guess what? It's not going to go well for you and you're probably going to end up in some scheme of mine or something. But if in some way you show that you have an, a decent personality, then I'll probably just play along with what you're doing. Now this guy, he didn't get anything from me besides my personal like conversation and everything. And I never said that I would, nor is that something you should expect from someone. Just being nice and courteous does not mean that you are owed nudes or, or some sensual conversation or something like that. It could just mean that you talk to people, which should be the goal in the beginning. It shouldn't be, I'm going to talk to someone and they will become my partner, sub, or something like that. Instead it should be, I'll talk to them and see if they should be my partner, sub, or something. And that's a very important uh, distinction. Anyway, it's getting mildly off topic, but I think that's, that's okay. I wanted to show you what a good example of perviness is like. Now, on the next ex uh, showing of who is in my DMs, I do have some other FetLife conversations that show what not to do as well. But I do believe I'll leave these What's in My DM episodes around 20-ish minutes long. Keep it nice, short, and simple. That way I don't run out of content so fast. Though, because I, because even I enjoy getting these weird uh, DMs. And I know at least a few of y'all like to hear about them. Though I believe the only people who listen is like uh, three people or something. So hopefully y'all are entertained. But besides that, I guess it's a good thing that I'm having a hard time finding all these weird people to DM me without explicitly asking for it. I guess it means that for the greater like good that people aren't getting hounded as much. Though, to be completely honest, I'm not sure that is the case and I bet it's just because I haven't been looking in the right places. Uh, but I shall, I shall try to get all these creepy people in my DMs. That way at least some people can be entertained by it. And there's something good coming from it. Um, hopefully y'all enjoyed this episode of it. I believe the quality is just at least a little bit better than the last one. I personally think so, seeing as I can listen to this podcast without physically cringing. Uh, by the way, microphones are a plus. And actually knowing what you're doing is a little bit even more of a plus. Um... If you guys have any questions you want me to ask or uh, any ideas, go ahead and tell me them. I I'm all up for it. I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do here. Besides that, I believe that might be it for today. Next time on the show, I'll be having another guest on. We're still figuring out what we want to talk about and everything, but I believe it'll be a very interesting uh, little conversation that we'll have. Uh, so tune in for that and I'll let Joey sign us off. I'll talk to y'all next time and y'all have a good day. Bye bye now. Stay wild. Stay kinky. Stay you.